you know, there are a few videos um, I have done about NPD parents and grandparents. And I really wanted to come to you and talk to you about that today. And I certainly hope you are doing well and um, taking care of yourself and your loved ones. Okay, look out for each other, especially in this 2020, right? <laughs> it's been very interesting so far. But I wanted to talk to you about how some of our mothers who have cluster B personality types, okay? Now, in my case, my mother, I come to understand and understand that she did what she could. She did what she knew, or she did what she thought was best. Some of us, and I don't mean to make it sound like I'm jumping around, some of us have mothers who show signs of having been traumatized. And this can, do for, this can be due to many reasons, such as being raped, uh, being molested as children, um, and being violated in other ways, shapes, and forms. Perhaps some of our mothers have faced various forms of abuse as she was growing up on into her adolescence, on into her early adulthood. But some of us, we don't really know that. And maybe some of us, we know some of, the, we know some of her backstory. But my overall point is this. When people show signs of having been traumatized, they can be like that person who will choose to cross a railroad track when the train is coming as opposed to waiting until the coast is clear to cross the railroad track. I hope that makes sense. As I was doing some research on uh, trauma and the effects of it, this is what I found. That people, some people who have been traumatized, depending on how deep the trauma is and how long they have been traumatized, they can show signs of making poor choices not only for themselves, but for children that they're supposed to be responsible for. Okay, and this goes for some of our grandmothers who may have shown signs of trauma, but as we were growing up, we didn't understand and overstand this. Because certainly in my case, I didn't. It wasn't until I was uh, perhaps maybe about 19, 20 years old that I started to realize that there was something that was going on within my family, particularly the females in my family line, whereas they seemed to have been abused and perhaps traumatized as a result. Therefore, it, I wanna choose my words very carefully here, but it seemed to, having been traumatized, seemed to have affected their judgment um, and that included the choices that they made, which left some of their offspring in very dicey situations. Okay, and, and some people will say, well, oh, that's just, you know, that's a mental imbalance. Okay, perhaps. Some people will see it that way, yeah. And perhaps that's just exactly what it is. A lot of us have family members who show signs of not only having been traumatized, but mental imbalance. They are dealing with mental imbalances. And some of them, um, they're not even 
you know, they're not dealing with it by going to a counselor or they don't have a support base. Now, due to this time, see, we have, I think, there are not going to be too many people that argue that we have more resources. We have access to more resources now that can help us to change our circumstances. Whereas maybe back 40 years ago, uh, 30 years ago even, um, those resources did not exist. So this is perhaps why some of us have been treated a particular way by certain family members. Now when it comes to our moms, our mothers, our grandmothers, we may see that the uh, traces of or the signs of intergenerational and transgenerational trauma, meaning the trauma they experienced, they passed on to their offspring. This does not mean I am saying that they're right and I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm not interested in demonizing anyone. However, I'm aware that there are some people who can act like the devil. There are some people who can show signs of um, behavior that may be quite demonic. I'm very aware of that. I don't advocate calling people demons. I don't advocate demonizing people, period. Now, if they're acting like, if their behavior is like that of a demon or a devil or, you know, it could be quite sadistic and demonic, okay, I'll call a spade a spade. I digress. Back to trauma. <clears throat> there are some of our mothers who have shown signs of trauma. Therefore, they made poor choices in how they cared for us. At the risk of sounding like I'm speaking for everyone, because I am not, I'm generalizing. Because I've gone through things like that. I have gone through the issue of having certain family members that did not have my best interest at heart. And some of that, now as I reflect, I can see that there were signs of trauma. There were signs of mental instability. I'm not ashamed to say that. Because a lot of us, if we're honest, we will say that. And we will realize that. But when it comes to mothers who have perhaps Plus to be personality types, such as borderline, antisocial, narcissistic, and histrionic personalities. <clears throat> Some of them show signs of also having trauma. Therefore, they will or have behaved in a particular way. The analogy I gave about the train Picture a woman having children and she's choosing to cross the train tracks with her children when the train is coming. The whistle is blowing from the train and it can't really slow down enough to not make an impact, okay? You know, some mothers who have cluster personality types are like that mom. They are like that woman who has their children and they're choosing to cross the train tracks when the train is coming, as opposed to waiting until the coast is clear. Simply put, there are some mothers who have done things, who have cluster personality types, that really thought that they were doing the right thing, but some of them didn't care to do the right thing. I have to add that. Some of them did not care to do the right thing, 
And again, that goes right back to their state of mind, their state of spirit, or what type of, what, what, what state they were in, not only mentally, but spiritually, emotionally. Some women who have NPD, and I'll just go right to that one, narcissistic personality disorder, some of them will choose to be with a partner that's also showing signs of instability, whether it was mentally or maybe they had signs of trauma themselves. Therefore, because she is a mom, she's putting her children in danger if she's responsible for them. So legally, she's responsible, but morally, she, she may be breaking all the rules. Morally, but legally, she's doing what she's supposed to do in order to what? Make sure that she looks like an upstanding citizen and an upstanding mom to the community, but behind closed doors is a different story. So <clears throat> when it comes down to certain women or females who are mothers and they, and they may have cluster personality types, I really want to bring home the point of this is going to affect their thinking, their ability to make choices. It's going to. Let's not even kid ourselves. It's going to. So I came to realize that this is what I was seeing in my life from time to time. I've known some women. I can even think about the time when I was in the military, even in corporate America, seeing certain females make poor choices whereas it pertained to their children. Making poor choices such as um, being with men who would drink a little bit too much, but their children, she would allow her children to be around these men. When there was drugs in the picture, perhaps she was doing drugs, her partner was doing drugs. I mean, I've seen this stuff growing up. I've seen this stuff as a younger woman. And I really felt that this was going to be something good to talk about today. Not good like, yay, you know, this is a great, it, it just, uh, you know, this is a good thing. No, no, no. But I feel like this is something that needs to be addressed today. This is something that needs to be spoken of because Right now, in light of everything, the pandemic, there are more and more people who are dealing with things that really hurt deep down inside. They're dealing with this stuff. And this does not exclude how we were um, hurt by our parents, particularly our moms. Our mothers hurt us very badly. Some of us can say this, but some of us are just processing this and we're just dealing with it now, years later. And I want to wish everyone the very best on their process, their progress and healing and growing past narcissistic codependent relationships. Because narcissistic abuse leaves people scarred, wounded. And you know, sometimes I picture certain um, women in my family, I picture them as a little girl who was wounded not making excuses for her, no, not at all, but just picturing her wounded 
And as she grew up, she, for whatever reason, did not process that reality. She did not resolve those particular issues. And it shaped her thoughts, it shaped her behavior, and it shaped the way she related to other people. I certainly hope that whatever I said in this video, it really touched bases with some of you, perhaps all of you who's listening. So I just wanted to share that, okay? And I certainly hope it has been food for thought and it shines some light on your path of thriving forward past narcissistic codependent relationships. I'm Luminous Star, and I certainly hope you all realize that you are as well. Stay tuned for another podcast.